It's here, the first Ghostbusters interdimensional cross-rip t-shirt, featuring front art by Dapper Dan Shonen. Wear your support for the podcast with pride. Proceeds from sales will go to keeping the lights on and not to putting beer in our stomachs. Men's and women's styles are available. Visit GhostbustersHQ.net slash shop to buy yours today. I like that shirt, friend. Hey there, fellow conductors of the Metaphysical Examination, and welcome to the Crossroad for April of 2018. Oh my goodness, I can't believe it's spring already. It's it's going by too fast. But uh, yes, this is Troy. Uh, you are stuck with just my voice this week. Chris is on holiday, but we do have a few quick news items. Uh, Chris will be checking in from Italy. We've got a field report that he filed. And then we're going to be getting into your voicemails. Uh, yes, we're opening up the vault to all of your drunken, sleepless voicemails. Toys.net presents the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad, the biggest podcast since 1909. So free. News, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters. Are you the key? Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart. I think these people are completely nuts. Woo! Well, hello there, everybody. Again, it's Troy by himself yes chris is still on vacation he's still holidaying but don't worry you will be hearing from chris in this episode he has uh, submitted a little field report that we're going to get into so uh, you will hear his silky pipes a little bit later in the episode you know checking in on his european vacation meeting up with the proprietor of ghostbusters mania gv max uh it sounds like he's having a whole lot of fun with his family and uh, it was very nice of him to check in for you guys uh, to hear what's going on so uh, stay tuned for that, and then also on this episode, we're going to be, um, I'm, for better or for worse, I am opening up the voicemail vaults. Uh, I, a lot of you guys don't know, well, maybe you do, but uh, we, we do solicit you with your, uh, you know, if you've had a, a, a few beers, if you need a, a shoulder to cry on, if uh, you just, you ha- you're bored, um, that's also part of it probably but uh we have invited you guys to just call our voicemail and vent about things and uh we have gotten a lot of very um interesting uh voicemails from you guys so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna play those uh on this week's episode in their entirety because there's a lot of them that are pretty pretty lengthy (laughs) and um i i just have never had uh, room for them in other episodes so uh your voicemails are coming up uh, get ready to be entertained by those but uh so before there's a few uh, quick news items that i'll get into and before i do that i do want to bring up uh, this this ghostbusters cameo thing I, so i on my uh ghostbusters hq twitter account uh, posted a screen grab of the casper uh, Dan Aykroyd cameo, which um, uh, it's been often debated since it happened in 1991, 1992, whatever that was. Uh, you know, is it is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? You know, he's basically just taking a piss out of Ghostbusters, and I think people have a problem with that. But uh, the thing that I always zero in on is that his proton thrower, the the the, the nozzle, the tip, that acrylic clear um, tube that's at the end is just hanging by a thread quite literally hanging by a thread uh and you know it's like it looks like the prop is broken it's one of those things where it's like i know that that's probably part of the joke that the stinky and fatso or whatever the ghosts in that movie were called uh they broke the pack but uh it just looks like a broken prop to me it, it and and it's well, the other thing too that really bothers me is that that's probably also where 
There is one Proton Pack in the Sony archives that they do put out on display uh, from time to time that is missing that clear nozzle at the end of, of the thrower, and uh, I'm wondering if that's where it happens. So, at any rate, I mean, it was just, it's just a thing of fun, and a lot of people are like, well, that's the joke, Troy. I'm like, I, I get it, but it's just, it's weird, because it tilts its hand, the, it makes the thrower look like it's a prop made out of resin and PVC and, and whatever materials are lying around. It doesn't, it doesn't make it look like it's something substantial that has heft to it. It's, it's very strange, but uh, at any rate, it was... Uh, Check it out on, on the Ghostbusters HQ Twitter, and then you can see everybody's responses down uh, in the thread if, if you uh, if you want to see that. All right, so let's uh, let's get into these couple of news items, and then we will get into your drunken voicemails. Oh, and also we've got our field report from Chris, so let's let's get into it. Here we go. Hey guys, Peter, I have some news from the world of Gozer. I got some pretty cool stuff cooking up over here. If you want to turn your head, multiplanar curly and emanation. Now, well, here's your next month's cover of GQ. Check out the aura on this sucker. Okay, everyone, this is going to take like two seconds because I've got about three items here on the rundown uh, to talk to you about. Um, first up, uh, our buddy John James, longtime listener of the podcast, sent us a video from Bobby Brown's concert this past week. Uh, he did sort of dive into his uh, deep tracks and played on our own, which is very awesome. And I'm glad that John was there to hear that. Now, unfortunately, and I- I'm not going to play any of the audio here because it's a little rough, but um, Bobby has forgotten the lyrics to on our own so the band is killing it in the background you know the backup singers they're hitting all of their lines and it's the it's just it's a sweet rendition of the song but poor bobby mm, he can't really remember the lyrics and the backup singers bail him out uh quite often (laughs) like um he doesn't even know there's like that shift where he's like you know i guess we're gonna have to take control of that that hook that brings you into the chorus he can't remember that so the backup singers help him out there and the second verse he totally forgets and it's it's quite i feel bad for poor bobby brown but um so check that out that's on the uh the crossrip uh twitter account we retweeted that from john james uh, pretty funny there all right let's see what else do we have here oh uh ectocrank our uh, again another longtime uh, friend of the podcast ectocrank uh, wants us to boost the signal about something that he's got going. He's got a fundraiser for autism awareness where 100% of his sales, he's he's created a, a special patch that are going to be going to autism, uh, the UK Autism Society. So uh, it's, it's a very cool patch, multicolored patch. Um, and of course, you know, autism, uh, one of those uh, charities that you can never donate too much to. So check that out. Uh, hit up Ectocrankies on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can get a link to his Etsy store from there. Uh, and then <laughs> here's another sort of Ghostbusters news related item that's worth mentioning. So, uh, Dan Aykroyd visited the Smith's Falls District Collegiate Institute in Ottawa last week. Uh, all of the students there, they're researching this battle of Hill 70, which was a battle between the Canadians and the Germans, uh, on the Western front of France during World War One. Uh, very uh, ambitious project. And what they're doing is they're taking all of their research and putting it into an app that's going to be available to help educate Canadians on the battle. Can you hear my daughter in the background? That's funny. Uh, and uh, But so anyway, Dan Aykroyd is visiting them because he's going to be narrating the app, um, you know, t- talking about this historical battle and uh, hoping to educate all of those people there. So uh, check out that article. It's in the uh, Ottawa Valley newspaper, if I believe. Uh, but yeah, they're working on that app. No idea when that will be released yet. 
Um, okay, so I need to go um, tend to my uh, little newborn daughter. But uh, in the meantime, let's check in with uh, Chris out there across the pond. Chris, the guy who's missing from the, the next couple of episodes, uh, as per our the last episode that I was on before I took off on this uh, trip to Europe, Italy in specific, um, Tuscany in super specific, this uh, converted farmhouse into a villa to be super, super, super specific. Um, <coughs> pardon me. Uh, in that episode, uh, we mentioned I had hoped I was going to get together with uh, GB Max, uh, Massimo himself, and um, I didn't know at the time. And as it turned out, haha, it worked. It worked, however, because Massimo, uh, uh, as is typical with Massimo, goes above and beyond, uh, even when maybe he shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> I was in Rome for just a few days, and... Um, I only found out after we got together one evening that he lives like I I I thought he lived in Rome and I understand that Rome's kind of a, a big a big area and that he probably didn't live in old Rome which is the old city which is where we were staying and visiting uh, but you know I anyways it's Italy and he, he doesn't drive and you don't really drive into the old city if you can help it anyways and uh, so he took a train an hour and a half both ways. It's it's kind of crazy. It's very him, but it's it's definitely crazy. I was uh, slightly appalled, not at him, uh, at myself, that basically I was to blame for this man working all day uh, and then traveling um, an hour and a half to come visit with me, which was delightful. And But then I felt more and more appalled as the evening went on because uh, we had a wonderful conversation and we hung out and talked quite a bit. And he was um, really... Uh, uh, really eager to chat. Um, <clears throat> the last time uh, Ghostbuster uh, from my neck of the woods, uh, Todd Whalen visited with his wife. Uh, they did get to meet up and talk a bit. Um, again, just because I've only ever really talked to him online, uh, he's n- his English is pretty good, but he's he's not as uh, confident in it as he should be. Uh, but what happened is, is my wife uh, speaks Italian, so he took advantage of having somebody who could uh, uh, translate uh, weird nerd thoughts he wanted to to, to ask me, and vice versa. Uh, she could translate my weird nerd answers and questions back. So uh, he ended up staying until, oh gosh, like close to midnight. It was just, and I'm like, and then he had to take a, the train back and then go to work in the morning. Like it was just... <sighs> Anyhow, <laughs> it was a really nice get together. Um, I was hoping to record it as a Miller time, but uh, but as I said, it, 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 I'm not quite sure how we would have would have done it. It was it was a, a lot of back and forth and some interpolation and some 
uh, stopping to think and plugging things into Google Translate. And it all worked out in the end, but it would have made for a strange Miller time. But uh, yeah, we had a really great chat about, uh, you know, the fandom, um, uh, Ghostbusters Italia and uh, all the stuff they do and the great displays they put on, um, as well as... um, uh, some of the things he's working on with the group and by himself. Um, I got uh, a pile of swag. Uh, so I got a, a Ghostbusters Italia patch as well as a Ghostbusters Mania patch. <laughs> uh, I really got to put my battle jacket together uh, just so I can put all these patches on it. I don't even, I'm not even a, a heavy metal guy, but I need that. I really do. Anyways, uh, <laughs> we chatted about... Um, Oh, all manners of things. Um, what was most interesting is, uh, he, as he pointed out, we got to talking. Um, he he really, really, really wanted to discuss uh, kind of uh, the themes of the film and stuff like that, and why I got to see it. And you know, I in turn uh, asked why, you know, how he had first seen it and all that. And uh, much uh, it held up fairly similar to as I've talked about before, that for a lot of us as fans, it was, it was, we first encountered it in that, that age group, you know, 10 to 10 to 11 or nine to 11, whatever it is, where it's the movie that blows our minds. And it turns out it was, and there's a, a nostalgia element. I think we talked about that before. And it was the same in his case, he and his dad went and it's a fond memory of seeing it with his dad. So, um, you know, it was really great. And then uh, as we were talking about themes, he, he pointed out that, um, that even though Answer the Call is a reboot and it's structured kind of the same way of getting started, and I hadn't really thought about it, they kind of flipped it a bit. It, as he pointed out in the first one, the um, it, see, this is why Troy never gets to talk. I feel I feel like I, I dominate the podcast because I just like to talk. And I'm sitting here talking, and I'm like, I should stop and give Troy a chance to, to talk. But uh, he's not here. To, I should, I could. Troy, you could insert something here if you listen to this ahead of time. Okay, I'm going to leave a small break, and you could, I don't know, you could add your two cents. Or or actually, you could say, what was Max's thoughts on Answer the Call? Yeah? What's going on? You want to be on the podcast? Okay. All right, sure. Well, as it turns out, he pointed out that the first film was uh, was about these uh, these scientists uh, uh, that were starting a company uh, to catch ghosts because they believed in ghosts. Uh, the public had no trouble believing them. There was the one small thing where in the, the montage there's the uh, Casey Kasem going, some people think they're the cause of it all, but but by and large everybody's like totally into them, like right up to the end where they, they, they go to fight uh, Gozer and there's a crowd out front cheering their name while the government is pushing back and doesn't believe them and tries to stop them. Answer the call is the opposite. These scientists who believe in ghosts go to start a company. The public does not believe them. The news is coming down on them hard, doesn't believe them. The government, however, is not only believes them, but is prepared to let them go to work quietly, but allowed to, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I never thought about that. I mean, it's it's not the hugest thing in the world, but it's this nice little touch that I had never thought about. And then here it is. I traveled halfway around the world, and our friend Max uh, kind of laid it out. It was, uh, it, was, it, was, it was a nice capper to an evening. Um, <coughs> pardon me. Uh, yeah, 
I, I mean, I wish I could, uh, you know, share the whole conversation in detail. It was, it was really nice. I, uh, boy, I, I, we all need to find, uh, time to to hang out with max um and he 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 pointed out like we're here on spring break because that's when you know my son and my wife have time to go um but you know if it i have to check because spring break kind of slides around in north america um with easter somewhere in the midst of it and and there's a convention in um that they were getting ready for, which is at the beginning of April. It was, uh, it's, it's coming up soon, but we're not going to be here for it, sadly. And, uh, he was, he was saying, I should, I should come back. He was, he was, he was like, we'll, we'll, we'll get you to do a panel. I'm like, on what? You know, Canadians that talk too much. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't under- Canadians who talk too much about one movie. Hey, you know, not to everybody's taste, not to my taste. And I am that Canadian. Uh, but he, uh, uh, didn't want us to come back, and I'm, I'm, I, it got me thinking that I, I kind of got to check now. It would be nice if the whatever this uh, convention is, um, you know, if 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 it if they're trying to do it in um, in conjunction with the you know the perhaps the Easter long weekend if they have that here etc. Then uh, then all we have to do is uh, you know try to try to find the year where the spring break overlaps a little bit better with the with the Easter weekend, then maybe I'll do it. Maybe. That'd be great. Actually, if I can find that one, we should all go. Everybody mark your calendar randomly, and you should mark it. Check back with Chris to find out when that Easter weekend is. <clears throat> Anyways, this has gone on far too long. Uh, saw a lot of castles. Uh, saw the Pope. Totally by accident. Uh, I wish I could say I bumped into him. By the time I'm on my deathbed, the story will change that I bumped into him. But uh, basically, I was standing in a the giant uh, squ- same giant square as him, and he was the tiny little dot in the distance. Uh, <laughs> a lot of museums. Uh, saw the Sistine Chapel for a second time, which was nice because it turned out my uh, memories of of the 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 ceiling was right, and my memories of the room and the Vatican around it was not. Uh, you know, <clears throat> getting old. Uh, drove the highway up to Tuscany, which was interesting. Uh, they have, you know, uh, traffic circles here, roundabouts, Ooh, chaos theory in action. Um, yeah. And then mostly it's just been a lot of jet lag and, and, you know, mild culture shock. Um, you know, there, if you're going to get a coffee, they expect you to sit in. And if you do say, could I please take it? They're not unprepared for it. It's just that people very rarely do it. So you end up getting it in an old star, like a styrofoam cup, you know? While at the same time, they're recycling everything else like mad. And, um, you know, everything closes at 8. You know, so all these urges I have, I'm going to run down to the store and get me a soda pop. Uh, oof, nope. If it's 8 o'clock, you're hooped. I'll just go to the gas station, right? Nope. They all close, too. Nope. <laughs> but uh, tomorrow I'm taking a trip in to... Um, I don't know exactly what area it is. It must be relatively close to Pisa. But, um, yes, the wife is going to hang out with her family as she has family here. I'm not sure where 
the Bambino will be. He may come with me. He may stay with Mommy. I don't know. But uh, one way or another, I'm heading into this town. There's a comic shop there, and I think I think I'm going to be. I'm going to be a nerd in another country. That sounds like a fun thing to do. And, and, and wander around their store looking to see if they have Ghostbusters stuff. Anyways, um, Troy said send in a little report. <laughs> little. You, <laughs> ah, you fool. Anyways, uh, I hope everybody's doing well. Uh, I don't think I'll report in again because what am I going to report on? The report that I sent last time? I don't know. I, well, you know, if the comic shop's super fun, I'll let you know. But, uh, uh, yeah, so on on that anticlimactic note, I'm off to have a, um, a chocolate-filled bun of some sort because uh, that's what they do for breakfast. And, frankly, I can't argue with that. Not at all. Uh, <laughs> go have a chocolate-filled bun. Uh, I, I downloaded Answer the Call issue 4. So hip, hip, hooray for, you know, the smartphone future that we live in. And, um, yeah, I hope you are all well, and I'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Don't, uh, you know, don't let Troy let all of this unopposed airtime go to his head, because I don't want to have to fight my way back into the podcast. Okay. I love you all. Ciao, ciao. Hey, Chris. Hey, Troy. Uh, this is Pablo from uh, New York City calling in uh, to say that I really loved uh, today's episode, uh, today's podcast, and last week's podcast. Uh, I like that uh, IDW's Ghostbusters gets uh, always gets its gratitude and uh, quote-unquote promotion <laughs> through the podcast. I love it when you guys talk about them. And... Uh, I just want to pitch some of my thoughts on the uh, annual and the, the 101 that came out last week. And, you know, no spoilers here. But generally speaking, I, I think I, I think these are these past few years have really been, you know, some of the best content that Ghostbusters has gotten, uh, considering that prior to this, there were the one-shots, for, and then the uh, 2009 video game, but seriously, props to Eric, Tom, Dan, Lewis, everybody involved in the making of this comic, because that annual was spectacular, and it's the first time I've really ordered a comic online in a very long time. Most of the time, I've just either bought them on Comixology and digital, or I've later gotten them in print at a comic shop. Uh, by my place and from the cartoon Sam Hain and I like that uh, everybody got to shine although I will say you know some were more in supportive roles but everyone got to shine and I think 101 made sure that n- nobody was really in a supportive role everybody had their moments I love the dialogue between Kylie and Winston and Peter in 101 and the scene they were in was just hilarious and how they handled, uh, well, their problem there. And I kind of like that Jenny had her moment when Ron came in. I know there was somebody who reviewed and said that Ron is a really irritating and annoying character and unredeemable, but it's like, that's great, because when he wins, he's that sarcastic jerk. We all kind of like to win, 
But when he fails, oh man, oh it's great, especially what <laughs> what happened in in the annual that people have to read about. And uh, yeah, I, I as a fan myself, and as someone who's d- writing stories on my own and such with the friends and about Ghostbusters, just props to Eric and everybody at IDW. And uh, yeah, that's all I'd like to share. Uh, great job on the podcast, and I can't wait for next week. And knowing that Chris is going to be away for a few weeks, au revoir, adios, la vida enjoy the trip, and we'll look forward to next week. Hey guys, this is a voicemail with a long time coming, and uh, after a couple of drinks, I felt like finally venting, went to uh, Emerald City Comic Con this weekend, dressed as a Ghostbuster, of course, what else would I be dressed up, and uh, <clears throat> that was a great feeling walking around. And, you know, with all the news of Ghostbusters app, you know, AR coming out, that's just the fun stuff. And and then on top of everything, my Facebook memories and time hop memories come flooding in of, you know, all the groups getting together for the, the uh, trailer premiere. Yeah, it brought a lot of happiness back to me. And, you know, something happened to me after the the you know, premiere in Hollywood that we all went to. There was a giant backlash you know, from the national public, and you know we all tried to stick it out and do our best. And, and there's a even weirder thing that happened that all the groups just started fighting with each other about who is better than who and some groups were getting more publicity than others and we weren't celebrating each other and we were just fighting internally and sadly I started deleting every group off my Facebook page. I didn't want to follow anybody. Even the good ones like the guys who I knew who stayed out of the drama I just didn't want to see anyone show up on my feet anymore. It's just so sad to see this community just implode on itself. And there's a frustrating times for, I'm sure, everybody. Everyone's trying to argue about whether the new movie was good or not. And, you know, why every group was getting more attention than others. And, you know, based on proximity to Los Angeles or how well the groups were donating to charity, which is insane. Like, we're all trying to do the best things ever, and I just, sadly, I I dropped out of everything. I just stopped listening to your podcast. I haven't in months. It sucks because I still get alerts every week when you have a new one, but it's just like, I, I didn't want to put myself in that time of wanting to include myself. Well, my first voicemail got cut off because this ran on too long. But, um, you know, ultimately, I wish the best for this, you know, community. And I believe in it the most. 
I still dress up every chance I get, every Halloween. And I think the greatest thing about all these groups all over the world is the fact that they always take their time to make an effort for the community that they live in, truly. Uh, I have no shame in telling my coworkers, you know, what I do in my spare time because I, I think it's phenomenal that all these clubs, you know, look out for the best interests of places that they're, their communities, they're, you know, the people they live with. And, um, I miss you guys. Miss hearing your horrible voices. And, uh, you know, I'm gonna try and catch up for the last year plus of podcasts that I haven't been listening to, but, um, I hope things turn out for the better. You know, this is no reason we should be fighting over Ghostbusters for the love of God. So. It's a great, fun pastime, but holy crap. Like, this is supposed to be fun. And I have a daughter now, and she's two, and my God, you see her face, and she loves Stay Puff. She just hugs Stay Puff every morning. It's hilarious to me. She has no idea what Stay Puff is, and I can't wait to show her when she's older. But, all right, I'm going to try and catch up on podcasts. Mm -hmm. You guys do great. Love you guys. Love you, Troy. Love Canadian Sandman. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, keep on keeping on. Stay fit. Supplement plans that could save you hundreds of dollars even if you have pre-existing conditions. Press 2 right now for more information from a licensed agent. Press 9 to be removed from the list. Press 2 to learn more and get information. Hi, uh, looking for, uh, the Ghostbusters office, uh, looking for a couple cadets. Uh, my name is Mr. Dan Aykroyd, and I'm here to pitch to you the brand new movie in the Ghostbusters, uh, well, they're doing some really nice stuff out there in, uh, Culver City, but, uh, boy, do we got something good for you guys now, okay? That's based on a lot of the research down in, uh, Columbia University, and we're gonna ramp this thing up. You know, as far as I know, Murray, you know, he hasn't read the script, you know, you gotta, you know, you gotta read it, but boy, Boy, did these girls really knock it out of the park. Oh, boy. I'll tell you what. You know, we got Kate McKinnon, Leslie Jones, Melissa McCarthy, Kristen Wiig. Really do it. Some really good stuff out there from SNL. And, you know, Lauren Michaels has a great eye for these type of girls. And they're doing some really awesome. The third act of this movie. I tell you what. This, uh, Hulk, the manifestation of this Rowan, this bad guy, is really, really bad stuff. And uh, anyway, so I'm out here in uh, Nova Scotia, and uh, we got the crystal head vodka flowing, and boy, do we got something planned for you guys. Uh, you know, because Murray, he hasn't read the script yet. You know, you got to read the script. And, uh, you know, I think Bill's comfortable with uh, where he is. 
uh, you know, and he did the Ghostbusters, and you know, that's that's Bill's uh, that's Bill's decision. But we got something really special planned for you guys. We're gonna ramp up production this spring, and uh, yeah, that's all. That's all I got to say. Uh, Blues Brothers. <laughs> Hey, Troy. Hey, Chris. It's your town, Bernie from Amsterdam, Maryland. <laughs> and uh, I got my copy on the annual. It's awesome. I love it. Oh, with all the characters at the end. Can't wait for Cross It Over. It's going to be awesome. Uh, love seeing the two Kylies, you know, the IDW Kylie and the 97 Kylie having a conversation about, let's have a convention. <laughs> this sort of thing. That's funny. But, uh, yeah, the whole thing about the golem. I'm pretty sure that's supposed to be like a standing for like Tracy the gorilla from the Ghostbusters cartoon. Because the gun he has is very similar to like the, like the ghost gummer or something they had in that cartoon. And since, you know, Foundation still have the rights to those characters, I'm pretty sure they can't use them in the annual. So, who knows? But yeah, it's a great book. Can't wait for the series that's coming up. There's a whole bunch of great stuff coming up this year, and yeah, super excited. Alright, well, those are my thoughts. <laughs> like always, see you on the other side. Hey guys, I almost completely forgot. I had a friend here. He's going to audition for, you know, another Ghostbusters movie. They're doing some really good stuff down there. And uh, we're about to ramp this thing up in the spring, and uh, here he is. Uh, are you here, buddy? Uh, yes, sir. Misa here wants to make a movie about a ghost. Oh, uh, yeah. Now, have you done any, uh, have you done anything, uh, in the past? Yes, sir. Misa was first hand to Panday. Okay. Anything else, guys? Misa thinks, Misa thinks Paul Fig did a great job. That's a really bad, they're going to think we're drunk. I'm hanging up. <laughs> Don't wait another minute. Pick Not up your phone and call the professionals. Go, 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 go stoppers. I'm sorry, we'll do it again. We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our call-in line at 470-242-4742. That's 4702-GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page. You do? And Twitter accounts. Friends is dead. No kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for... The Ghostbusters. Interdimensional Crossrip. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. What the hell are you doing? If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professional. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray. All right, well, there it is. Uh, my co-host, my four-month-old daughter in the background here. Um, but uh, thanks so much, everybody, for your voicemails. Uh, I'm glad that you can trust us. I hope you don't mind us airing some of these. Uh, you know you know who you are. <laughs> she's very good. She's getting, she's getting better. Someday she'll be co-hosting this podcast like a champ. But uh, anyway, all right, so I'm going to give you my quick final thoughts, and then we'll sign off here. Um, everybody, we have added some new items. The items are available in the gift shop. Uh, yes, we have uh, a new Crossrip uh, iPhone cover and a new Crossrip hooded sweatshirt, which I, is really cool. It's really comfy. It's nice and soft. 
it's one of those zip up hoodies and it's got the uh, cross rip logo on the the breast pocket uh, area but um two two new items uh check those out um all of those when when you buy those items those go to helping us with the server costs and the production costs and everything for the cross rip uh keeps keeps the server running keeps the lights on here uh so as you hear at the beginning of the episode, our little uh, promo, that is no lie that all of the, the money goes straight back into our dollar uh, annual fees. So um, check those out. They're really cool. I think they're, I think you're going to like them. Uh, they're very cool. I, I basically made them for myself and then I'm like, I bet everybody else would want these. So check those out. That's uh, ghostbustershq.net slash shop. And uh, yeah, Perch, purchase away. Spend, spend money. Please help us. <laughs> All right. Well, on behalf of my very small co-host and myself, uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. See you on the other side. Who you gonna call? We Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip. Visit us at protoncharging.com, ghostbustershq.net, and stillplayingwithtoys.net. You could be one of my two favorite shows. You're kidding me. Oh, great. What was the other one? Bassmasters! It's a fishing show. Anything you're doing is bad. You truly scare me. I want you to love it. Next week, though, Careless Pets. Weird. To see if you qualify for free health insurance, press the number 1 on your phone now. Press 1 now to see if you qualify. Or if you are over the age of 65 or already have health insurance, press the number 2 to be removed automatically from future callings.